Oh, welcome to another podcast of the study podcast. Um, and I just want to take your time for a moment and let you know I'm going to do a ministry highlight. Uh, I was, uh, we recently went to uh, Utah to hang out with some friends of ours. Uh, just a great time of encouragement and fellowship. And a great time meeting with, uh, got to meet with a couple different pastors, uh, an actual church planter over there. Uh, just uh, really good guys. Um, so praise the Lord for that trip. And praise the Lord for his um, his financing in that. Um, it was a really funny story, actually. And um, if you want to know more about that, go ahead and give me a, give me a call or a, a jingle on the email. Uh, so I actually, uh, we went into Salt Lake, um, mainly to have In-N-Out Burger one more time. Um, my wife's first experience, uh, she was like, eh, it's okay. Um, but I was like, no, you gotta go get it again. It's really good. And, uh, thank you, California. Uh, that's really good food and animal fries hands down are really, really good. Um, and they're mix their pink lemonade with their Sprite or 7-Up, I guess, they have on the fountain. That's a really good punch. Um, but anyway, so yeah, now we have a highlight of food and now a highlight of a ministry. So uh, when we were in Salt Lake, we actually got to stop by uh, Utah Lighthouse Ministry, which is run by Sandra Tanner. And um, if any of you know who Sandra Tanner is, uh, she is a phenomenal lady filled with Jesus and joy. And uh, the reviews on her Google site for her store are actually really good, Um, uh, just about her character and everything. It's a really cool little bookstore. It's literally no bigger than um, probably your living room, uh, if you have a normal-sized living room, uh, filled with books and knickknacks of Mormon history. Um, if you don't know who Sandra Tanner is, uh, she is actually the great, great granddaughter of Brigham Young, who is the second prophet and president of the Mormon church of the LDS, the Latter-day Saints of Jesus Christ. Um, and most of you, uh, listening to this program probably know that they are a cult. Um, they actually do not believe in the Trinity. They do not believe that the Bible is the inherent word of God. And uh, they believe very, very interesting things about um, world history, um, where the Native Americans came from, and the Book of Mormon itself, and the Pearl of Great Price, and other writings have very interesting histories of how they were even written. And um, so there's a little... Uh, blurb on Mormonism. Um, If you're a pastor or a person that deals with Mormonism, um, even in the Utah area um, or other areas like Wyoming and Idaho and um, anywhere, Mormons can be found anywhere, uh, I would direct you to this site. Uh, It is www.utim.org. So, Utah Lighthouse Ministry. Uh, They are based in Salt Lake, and uh, they actually write these uh, issues. They'll send out for free. You can actually sign up for their newsletter. It's the Salt Lake City Messenger, 
And uh, this one I'm holding actually is talking about grippling with the past, the LDS's church's new statements on gospel topics. And I was reading a little bit of this um, on the way back from Utah and uh, during my trip and on the way back. I haven't finished it yet, but it's actually very interesting on um, Mormons uh, trying to tackle their past. So I, I would... Um, I would uh, suggest that site and that ministry for anybody uh, dealing with Mormonism on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis um, of just uh, how to um, talk to them in a very loving manner, I I would suggest, and how to deal with uh, the issues of what Joseph Smith uh, said about Jesus and uh, what what other things are believed within the church. but for now, I wanted to take some time and read through a little bit of scripture. Um, I've been planning and um, uh, just waiting for uh, things to get settled in life to start on the book of Acts and uh, start teaching on it more uh, during these podcast times and um, just start building a little bit more of our podcast. So I want to read uh, Acts uh, 1, uh, 6 through 11 uh, to get more of the context of the main verse that I'm going to be talking about, which is Acts 1, 8. And um, I'll be reading out of the ESV. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, whom was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So, we now are starting uh, to look at the book of Acts. Uh, The book of Acts, of course, is a sequel uh, written by a Gentile man named Luke. Uh, You probably know that he is a doctor. He is a great friend to Paul, the Apostle Paul, and uh, he has been able to write uh, two major volumes, um, the book of the gospel, according to Luke, and the book of the Acts of the Apostles, uh, detailing the first um, years of the church and how the church operated, and mainly um, through different uh, friendships and uh, um, experiences, I've I've really come to you know it's like we need to study the book of Acts. Uh, I've I've studied through some other biblical um, <laughs> biblical books, of course, and and even other Christian living books. And uh, really have come to the conclusion that uh, we as a church need to look at the book of Acts more. And we need to, um, in a not so hasty way, but even hastier than um, than what Martin Luther did in the Reformation, we need to reform 
how we do church and um, how we uh, think of mission and how we think of uh, what what is going on here? So mainly in the passage, you know, they they have all come together. Jesus is alive; he's risen from the grave, um, and they come together and they ask him this question: You know, Lord, when will you know? Is it time yet? When will the kingdom be restored? You know, um, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what Messiah will do. Um, and uh, you know, Jesus comes back and says, you know, it's not it's not time for that. There there's another thing that needs to go on and my my authority is to give you the holy spirit to have it come upon you and that you will be my witnesses and and that's that's a, a big thing you know people talk about witnessing and talk about how you know our our deeds matter more than our words and it's actually i feel both matter <laughs> mainly because i think the christian you know, the world doesn't read the Bible, it reads the Christian. So our lives matter, our deeds matter, how we hold up under stress, how we hold up during hard transitions um, really matters because uh, it's not just our family that's watching, it's it's people that are, are watching us and watching how our relationship with the Lord affects us. So we are witnesses in our Jerusalem um, where we where we live and breathe where we work, um, where we play. Um, and then we are witnesses in our Judea, uh, which is our surrounding culture, um, uh, our, our surrounding friends, our, our coworkers, other people that, you know, we bump into on the road and everything. We are witnesses in our Samaria and Samaria, especially in this sense is a place that you do not want to be. <laughs> it's a place that, Oh geez, that's, that's squalor. That's, that's the, you know the place you 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 just don't want to live um but it's yet somewhere where we can be Jesus to the world and then to the ends of the earth and um really it's interesting cuz i see a lot of this you see a lot of this happening in the book of acts and it's kind of like an outline that Jesus lays out for the book of acts well actually you know Luke writing it under the inspiration of the holy spirit and um we really come to see that uh, the apostles go and do these things, and we'll see all of that um, to the ends of the earth, and even today with the World Wide Web and, and different missions and, and other things that the gospel goes forward, the witness goes forward, because the people go forward. And and so so as they're watching, as they're listening to him do this, he's actually lifted up out of their sight, and then these angels, these men in white robes, come and say, "You know, men of Galilee, why are you looking up? You know, there's something to be done here. Jesus has been taken up, and he will come down in the same way." So it's interesting that that is literally the spot where Jesus will come back. Jesus will come back and he'll be right there and you know all of that end of days will happen. Well, what happens after this um point is a lot of waiting actually, probably in the timeline of things maybe up to 10 days. Um um from from when uh Passover to Pentecost. Um so maybe they were waiting for at least 10 days. And so I really wanted to take a couple minutes and talk about waiting.
because waiting is hard, right? You know, waiting in our busy world is probably one of the, the hardest things that us as Western people have no luxury in. <laughs> we we don't want to wait. We want it now. We want you know, our, our fast food. We want our drinks right away. We want, you know, we want the, the baby to be quiet. We want the movie to start. We We need to go, 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 go. And a lot of even the technology that you're listening to this on is, uh, you know, hard pressing that issue. So I wanted to read a little bit of what Jesus says in Matthew uh, six twenty five. Uh, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It is not... Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are they not more value, more, of more value than you? Than, oh man, excuse me. Are they not of more value? Are you not of more value than they? And which... And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even in Solomon, even Solomon in all of his glory, which was not, was not astrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, which he is not, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And that's my final thought for today. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Do not busy in the ways of the world, but busy in the ways of the Lord, and he will he will make your path straight and lead you. And uh this is the study podcast. Uh thank you for listening to today's podcast and may the Lord bless you.